This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. Hey, what do you say we do a podcast on a horrendous Thursday weather wise? But we're inside where we're dry, we're warm. It's almost sunny, depending upon the lighting you have. His name is Al Dukes, middle name Johnson. What's up there, AJD? Oh, hang on, Jerry. Okay. 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 Apparently, he's on the phone, I see. And so that's how the podcast I was begins. On the, I was Sometimes on the phone. You have to adjust I was on, on the, the fly. I was on the phone with the boss. Well, I didn't get a phone call from the boss. Well, the boss, uh, Mark Chernoff, the boss. Uh, I, I know some times there's many layers of bosses in all businesses. Uh, radio is no different. He uh, suggests that um, we shouldn't shut down callers for the warm-up show. That if we get a good caller, we should take a good caller. I said, well, I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> You're serious. Yeah, that was that was what the phone call was, yeah. Oh, okay. So I was like, all right. I go, well, you know, we do have bumpers that say no phone callers. Are we still only doing an hour? <laughs> we still are only doing an hour, Jerry. What I wanted to tell him is that it's more, more of me and you, less callers for the hour. <laughs> it's better. <laughs> Listen, if we got a good call, I guess we would take a good call. What do you think? Well, that means we have to start giving the number out and asking for calls. Oh, I feel like we moved too quickly through the topics that someone would call on a topic that we've already moved too quickly for. But who knows? Yeah. No, no. I I hear you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever works for you, Al. The whole concept of the show is no callers. Uh, are we... <laughs> are we... <laughs> are you going to ask, are we putting guests on? Yes. I hope not. <laughs> I was wondering, when does John Flaherty start at 5.20 every Tuesday? <laughs> the Flaherty Report. <laughs> okay. All right, so I throw me, let me, oh, wait, hang on. He is cool. Hold on. Down in the middle of texting. This uh, Craig announcement coming 
just on the heels of the end of the program. You know, it's funny. I texted Craig a congrats last week. Yes. And he says, let's hold up. Nothing's done yet. Fine. He said, shove it up your butt, no, Jerry. No, 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 no. He didn't say that. He said, let's oh. relax. All I right. said, okay, fair yeah. enough. So after the announcement, I texted him, can I now say congrats? And right. he got back to me within a few minutes. Oh. I figured his phone's probably blowing up. I feel, oh, uh, oh. I feel good about that. All right, now I've done my work. He got back to you. That's good. All right, so we got that. What do you uh, are you excited? I'm very excited for this one hour Craig program. So am I from from five to six today. It'll be the first time hearing him on the radio. I went and saw him a couple of weeks ago, as you know, and right. It was great to see him. Great to talk to him, and then to hear him today will be awesome. And I think it's you know it'll be an hour of him, and then you know. Then the ninth, it'll it'll start. Well, that was a smart move on your part, by the way, uh, going to see Craig because he uh, talked. I talked to him after your visit, and he said, "Well, you Jerry came to see me." He said, uh, "Me." He said, "Al, you uh, you came and visit me in prison. So when I start attacking everybody, you guys are safe." <laughs> so I thought that's good for us. So good move. I, did, I didn't do it for that. reason. You didn't do it for that reason, but it did help. <laughs> so okay. we're off the hook. Oh, that's. How soon before he starts ripping us apart in the afternoon? Oh, they all take those one caller to say something to. That's the other thing. As we know what happens on these shows, yeah. callers call up and tell you that somebody said something about you and they, they get it wrong. Yeah. But as hosts, all of us would immediately respond <laughs> to the attack. Right. I mean, I and then that starts the problem. The first person he's got to go after is Eddie. <laughs> Oh, why do you think that is? The patrol, uh, the patrol. Yeah, that was uh, a bad one. Officer with the garage. That was a tough uh, one. You know, surprised he didn't put a bullet in his head. I mean, Jesus Christ! Right? Yeah, Eddie's whatever he said. Eddie's going to be in trouble. (laughs) I would think so. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to that five to six on the radio, and I'm sure it will be podcasted if you are unable to hear it. But that's the type of that's a type of appointment radio you're going to want to listen to live. Now, is he going to be home doing that, or are they allowing him to come in? That is a good question. I, th- hmm. I, I think he's coming that. in. I think he's coming in. For I that. would hope so from the yeah. standpoint of a show like that, especially if you were going to open it up to callers, which is fine. But to not have control of the board is right. a tough thing. Correct. So, And that's you know partly why I like when I started filling in over the summer when the guys were taking their, their vacations, partly why I wanted to be here and not home was just to be in control of everything. Right. As opposed to kind of swimming on an island at home. You know, the the producer's in your ear. You can't see them or board up, whatever the case may be. You know, you the, the the copy, you're not waiting for emails. The board, the phone calls on the board you could kind of handle. If you don't like someone, screw them, as opposed to just not knowing what you're walking yourself into. Right. So, no, that's, that's true, Jerry. Yeah, so that'll be today, 5 to 6. Then uh, a week from today, is that right? A week from Monday. A week from Monday. I don't even know what day it is. A week from Monday, uh, Carton and Roberts will begin. I got to tell you, it is a partnership that you could have given me four months to to guess who would be his next partner. That would have never come out of my mouth. Right. Ever, ever, a surprise. ever, ever. Yeah, I was very surprised. Doesn't mean it won't work. I mean, it's just what I'm saying is I was surprised. Um, I I just don't ever think I would have put those two together when thinking about it. Here's the other thing I always think about because I've heard this. I've heard this in the past and I've heard this now this time around. When they say an afternoon drive sports show Mm -hmm. has to be serious sports and cannot be joking around. Why? No, I think it can be both. 
Yes. I absolutely think it can be both. I don't think it can be um I don't think it could be hardcore sports every all the time anymore. No. I think you need a good blend personally. So no, I don't I don't agree with that any longer. Yeah, but people do still say that. Oh, the the shows like that don't work in the afternoon. I think no no, I no, no no no. I think that you got to have a, a mix. I do think that there is more of a semblance of I, mean, I guess it doesn't have to be, but those shows are the ones that are going to get, you know, Aaron Boone on every Thursday. And part of it, quite frankly, in a lot of cases, is going to be the agreements you have with the teams. You right. Know, and the agreements that the managers get to get paid extra money. Um, those are the shows that are going to put so-and-so on every Thursday at 5. Right. Um, you know, so I think that's where people probably come up with that theory. But then, to me, there's plenty of room for both. Right, and they'll be doing five hours a day. That is two, a long time. 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. Although, you know, once when baseball season hits, uh, True, they'll be off at 6.30. Well, when do, like, when when the Nets play or the Devils play, when do those games start normally? Well, the Nets, I believe, start at, the Nets start at 7, I think the Nets start games at 7.40. Oh, so the pregame would start at 7. 7.15, 7.20, 15. something like that. Uh, right. Even if even if the Nets played in Boston at seven oh five, because the Celtics home games I believe are at seven oh five. So any East Coast games start at seven oh five when they're on the road. The net pregame is only fifteen minutes, so even oh, okay. that would be six fifty. Perfect. You know, and we don't. I don't think we're doing the Devils anymore on the radio. So all you're dealing with is the Nets and the Yankees. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's the excitement. Then I have those people. I am. Uh, I wrote, I gave the information out on Twitter, of course. I, I am never turning on the radio station again. Okay. All right. See you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice almost knowing you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I will say, so the afternoon show got extended by an hour. Yeah. If you would have told me there was an announcement today about a show getting an extra hour. Yes. I got to be honest. I thought it would have been us. You don't want 4 a.m. though. That That's a tough hour. We'd have to get up even earlier. Dude, I'm just kidding. I don't. I do whatever they tell me. I don't care. I love the five to six. Yeah, five to six is easy. And evidently now will be wall to wall phone calls on it. Lots of now calls. It's wall, now it's wall to wall. It will not be wall to wall. No. If we occasionally get a good caller. Well, again, Eddie's going to be the one screening it. Right. So. Hi, name and number. Name and, name and where you're from. <laughs> right. Well, you'll see it on the screen because you go in. Eddie does talk to them. Like he does. No, he's, he's very pleasant. I'm joking when I say that. I know. When I come back, these callers are going to be in for a rude awakening because the rude, the rude man is coming back. But I don't know. You know, I don't just because it's up on the board. I have no idea if it's a good call or not. Right. We don't know. know. No. And once we give out the number, like we're going to get calls. Right. So okay. I love using Twitter on the warm-up show. It's it's fun. It can be, yes. Because then if people have funny lines, I get to deliver them, even though they're not mine. So you're stealing their material. Yeah, I get they'd be put in the spotlight. Makes sense. So how do we do this then? Do you want to have like a call segment? I don't want no, to start just the if, show at 5 o'clock with the phone number. No. Here's how we do it. We do the first full segment. We take a break and we come back. We give out the number if anyone so has anything interesting. In, I'll give out the number going into the break, and we'll see if okay, yeah, interest right. calls. And it's got to be like they may have something from the last segment that we discussed, as people on Twitter often do. 
And then I so the first segment goes to about sixteen seventeen after come back at twenty two ish that would be maybe a couple of calls breaking yeah. thirty three so then I'll try and see if Brian Costello can do five forty <laughs> do not book a guest and then we'll break down the Jets preparation for the right. Chiefs I don't want I don't want calls on real games or nothing what I want calls on is like what we talked about the other day about possums in your neighborhood raccoons if Mark oh. is calling you. <laughs> telling you not to turn down phone calls. <laughs> I don't think he wants calls about how to trap a raccoon in our backyard. Oh, well, what if that's the topic? <laughs> then you're going to get another phone call at 10.02. <laughs> that's true. Jerry, I got a great New York story here for us. Somebody sent to me with the uh, – somebody tweeted it to me and said another reason not to go back to where to live in New York. There was a story the other day about a uh, – a man who plunged into a Bronx sidewalk when it when the sidewalk became a sinkhole. Excuse me. A, a sinkhole opened up in the Bronx on a sidewalk, oh, and I a didn't man see this. a man fell into it. Oh my okay. god. Okay, so here's the story. A Bronx man, they fell 15 feet after a sinkhole. I'm reading from the Daily News. After a sinkhole opened up underneath him, had to deal with a swarm of scurrying rats as he waited for help. I'm sure he did. They were probably trying to eat him. The dude, a 33-year-old man, he was waiting for a bus on 3rd Avenue in Belmont Saturday when the concrete sidewalk suddenly cracked open and swallowed him. Wow. He scraped his face, broke his arm, broke his leg. He couldn't move, and the rats were crawling all over him. Oh. He didn't scream because he didn't want the rats going in his mouth. Oh, my God. This is where we are. This is an actual daily news story. Oh. Those are quotes from people. Dude, you made me sick, man. It's that's unbelievable. Terrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Firefighters were able to pull him out of the hole, took him to St. Barnabas Hospital, which was right across the street. He's Why in is the... it always firefighters? <laughs> these firefighters, man. Cat in the tree, firefighters. Right. Guy falls in a sinkhole, firefighters. Firefighters. Uh, you know what else they do? They put out fires. Yes. And apparently everything else. Oh, my God. Boy, and I'm seeing, this, I'm seeing this I'm uh, seeing this sidewalk. It legitimately was the size of... That would just swallow one man, that and it just collapsed, and oh. the guy fell in rats. I would have thought rats would be afraid and would scurry away. Yeah, I would have thought. No, so. you know what? Maybe they did it first, or maybe there was nowhere for them to go. Maybe there was there, maybe the when the sidewalk collapsed, the the things kept them in in the area where the man was. Sure. Holy cow! Well, I'll give you another reason not to come back. Yeah. So where I parked yesterday? Yes. I actually got a, a spot down the down the street. I'm walking to my car, and uh, the first two cars on the block had bricks thrown through the windows in the cars. Ooh. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Really? Unbelievable. They're, both cars were gone this morning, but yeah, when I went out yesterday, I'm like, oh, don't tell me someone basically broke the windows in all these cars. I was like eight back. I Mine was fine. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I already have a door that doesn't open. Right. Like, I don't need I don't need a brick thrown through the window. It no, is, you oh, do not. It's unbelievable, man. Whew. It really is. Yeah, okay. You're going to come back. I'm going to go home. I never thought falling through a sinkhole and being swarmed with rats was a way to be injured in New York. But it is. Yeah, well, again, that's, it's uh, a way. That's, that's a new one for me. But, I mean, there are sinkholes all over the country. I mean, it happens. Yeah. But to be standing there waiting for a bus and being in that precise spot at that time and then to have rats go, ugh. Yeah, that's a that's a new one. It's a he's new one for me. He's got to be thinking as he's laying there, God, I'm having a bad day. Right. What are we doing here is what he's got to be thinking. Holy moly. Okay. He's like, I'd rather be taking calls on the warm-up show than be swarmed here with rats. 
maybe he'll call the warm-up show. <laughs> oh, see, now that's a guest we would do. Now, sir, when you fell in, when would the, the first rat touch you? <laughs> Did you really think they were going to go into your mouth if you screamed? Well, you, you know. got to think he broke his leg and broke his arm on the way down. Yeah. And like then rats went on top of him. Yeah. I mean, this is a man trying to go to work. It's amazing. Just absolutely amazing. And no one's believing that story. Right. Sir, you're late again. Listen, the ground below me collapsed. I broke my arm and my leg. I had rats in my mouth. Like, you know, tough day. And was taken to the hospital. What Mm -hmm. else? The dog ate your homework? Yeah. Can you prove that, sir? (laughs) Wow. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right, Al. You have a wonderful... Really, I can't wait for you to go walk the dog. Well, I'm going to go walk her now. I'm looking out the window. It is too bad now. Oh, it's pouring here. Pouring. But I don't see a huge uh, wind yet. So this is a win. All right, then get after it. I can't wait for the afternoon walk. <laughs> well, there's a, 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 be a 10.30 walk. There'll be a normally 12.30 walk, a 2.30 walk. Every two hours? Well, How much she water goes, are you giving this dog? She drinks a lot of water. No, she just wants to go out and do stuff. <laughs> yes, because you're boring. Yeah, I'm boring. <laughs> All right, go do what you got to do. All right, Jerry, we'll see you on a Friday tomorrow. That's we'll right. fall Friday. Yep. So, Hey, you were serious about this? Yeah, that was he. He called me. He goes, eh. "What he goes, prompted uh, him to do this?" He goes, uh, "I don't, I don't like, I don't like the listeners thinking they they can't participate for an hour. They can't participate all night. He's got Amy Lawrence on. <laughs> Am I wrong? I hadn't thought about that. Amy Lawrence is on from two to four now, or two to five every morning. He's like, but just you know, just don't say you don't take callers." <laughs> Okay. okay. That's the lead of our show, though. No guests, no callers, no topics. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't I get the we... humor. All right. No. All right. Well, I'm glad you got the call, not me. Yeah. I'll say, call Jerry. He controls the uh, calls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go walk the dog. Okay. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, see you. And Jerry, no guests, no calls, and no real content. All right, here we go, 503 Thursday morning as we are working our way towards the end of the week. Thursday night football will kick off a week, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, week eight in the NFL, and it is week like, let's see, 26 for Al Dukes down in Bradley Beach. We say good morning to him. How are you, sir? Good morning, Jerry. What is, uh, you know, I don't even know off the top of my head the Thursday night game. Uh, Falcons-Panthers, I believe, yes. Yeah, maybe that's why. Not that seems like uh, no, not a rip roar. Not sounding very exciting. No, I, so, I, I hope something exciting happens. I guess it could. I mean, I'd prefer something like I don't know, Packers, Raiders, Pan- Seahawks. Nah, I had enough of the Raiders. No, um, Packers, Seahawks would be fun. Although it's enough with the Seahawks. You've had enough of the Raiders. What about the Raiders? What if that team played? No, I've had enough of the Raiders. Oh, but what if it was? They're very out? average. 
They are average. There's a lot of average teams. There's below average, average, above average. And then there's crappy. <laughs> and then there's crappy. We got to start to flex in schedules immediately and uh, start putting uh, the prime, prime time games on in there prime you go. time. That's right. Jerry, I'm looking at this weather report for today, and it says 100% rain every hour of the day. You're going to have a doozy down the shore. <laughs> Somebody's going to need to walk this dog, Jerry. Yeah. Have fun maybe, with that. Maybe today's the day I hire a dog walker hourly. Hourly? Although these dog walkers get like 20 bucks a walk. Dude, I told you. I'm going to quit my job and become a I, dog walker. I've been telling you that for how long now? I've about it. Yeah. Long time. I have. Maybe you could do a podcast like, uh, what's his name from the uh the Mike Basaglia? Yes. Yeah. But what happens is, like, let's say you become a dog walker. Then you walk in and somebody's, you know, you, someone's at work, so you need to walk their dog. You show up to their house. You walk in. The dog attacks you because it thinks you're a robber. Well, you're supposed to get familiar with the dog first. You have dog <laughs> yeah, meetings. You do have dog meetings, but then dogs act differently when they're not when their owner's not home. Well, once again, dog meetings without the owner. Like, my sister's dog loves me, but... One time uh, I had to go to my sister's house. They were having like something for their one of their kids' graduations, and I had to meet the person that was going to be bringing the food. So I had to go to the house by myself, and I opened that front door. Dog the hated dog, you. The dog looked like it was going to kill me. I was like, I'm the same guy that comes here that you love. Yeah. Unfortunately, you didn't have the same cologne on. Didn't recognize they, you. They get protective of their home, so I'm I don't sure know how these do. dog walkers do it, Jerry. They do it, and they make a fortune. Jerry, the big uh, story for today, I'm not sure whether this is fake news, I think it's, sad. I think that's exactly what it is. Or is this real news? I think this is a waste of our time is what this really? is. Really? Yes. So uh, reports out of the New York Post, uh, multiple reports, say that Bill de Blasio, he's the mayor of New York City, not well-liked, but no, no. Uh, very hard to be in politics. Well, I always think like whoever's currently in office, no matter what that office is, for the most part, people don't like you. I feel like it because I feel like they Depends always think the it could be doing. better. Yes. All right. Fair. Well, that's true. You know, people did like Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, they, they liked Mayor Bloomberg. All right. It's a bad job by me. I, uh, uh, okay. He stinks. But Bill de Blasio... <laughs> according to the New York Post, is trying to kill the Mets sale to Steve Cohen. According to the New York Post, he has told Rob Manfred he doesn't want Steve Cohen owning the Mets. Yeah, but there's nothing he's going to be. Here's This is the thing that gets lost if you read oh, the, right. And I'm sure in this oh, case read you read the whole I, article. Oh, Jerry, I read two articles. Now, I'm, I'm all good for the article of bashing him for do, trying to do this. Okay. But here's what I read. Middle towards the end of the article. Mm -hmm. um, ba -ba -ba -ba. The Mets hired two law firms to look into this matter before their deal closed. After close study, both firms concluded the city has no standing to oppose Cohen's purchase. <laughs> and what are we doing? So I guess the, the what the mayor can do, because City Field is partially owned by the city, he can block somebody who is a criminal from being an owner of a major league team. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now he now Steve Cohen is not a criminal. He did not uh, go to jail. He was not found guilty of any sort of uh, fraud or hedge fund. That it gets way into the weeds for you and I. Yeah, very much so. But anyway, but I guess Steve Cohen supervised some guys that did go to jail. Right, so they're trying to connect dots. They're trying to connect dots and saying if Steve Cohen supervised these guys, even though he wasn't the guy that did the fraud. He should still be held to that higher uh, higher calling, and uh, we should just block him from being owner of the Mets. Yeah, it's not going to happen. You don't think it's going to happen? No. Then, 
at the very bottom of these articles, Jerry, because I read all the way till the end. Wow, look at you. I read, you're, you're growing I'll, as a human. I'll tell you how far down I read. I read online, and I went all the way far down to where I got to those ads where they're like, which celebrity had breast reduction surgery? You know, try to get you to click. Yeah. Like the clickbait stories. That's how far down I went all the way down in the article. Right. I'm looking at right now that Apple AirPods are on sale. Yeah. This is what I mean. This is the bottom of the article. So, like, I read fully two articles. Surprised you didn't reference the iconic wrestlers who are different today. <laughs> I didn't see that click. I would have clicked Instead, it too. your eyes went right to the breasts. I would have clicked who one of the wrestlers look like today. 100% I would have clicked on that. You know, I follow multiple Instagram accounts of what wrestlers look like today. Nice. Like, what am I doing? I have no idea. Why so I trying to fill time out every day. <laughs> so I got down to the bottom of the article, and it said that Jerry Reinsdorf, who owns the White Sox, wants A-Rod and J-Lo to own the Mets, and he is putting together a group of MLB owners to block the sale. Right, that- except that they already have the, if the, the article that was also out yesterday mm. was that while Reinsdorf is the one person that um, is not interested in him buying the team, meaning Cohen, um, that they would not have this call tomorrow okay. if they didn't have the necessary votes already. So this is fake news. It's all fake news. At the end of the day, Steve Cohen is going to be the owner of the Mets after the vote tomorrow. Oh, and I hope he sticks it to the White Sox. How can we stick and it right to the White Sox? And right to de Blasio, right in his face. Right to de Blasio's face. <laughs> Yeah. Now, I did see, remember Barstool had a famous t-shirt with... um, The clown face? Yeah, Commissioner Roger Goodell clown face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Kevin, KFC, who's a big Mets fan, he's made a de Blasio clown face. Good. It's about time. And they're getting a lot of pre-orders. I could see Boomer rocking that. Oh, so could I. He is not a de Blasio fan. He's a Mets fan and not a de Blasio fan. (laughs) Perfect marriage. The clown shirt on television. Yeah. Hmm. I think he would. All right, so we're calling. So tomorrow is when this vote is Friday. Yeah, a tomorrow's the vote, vote for they need the uh, the uh, what is it? Twenty two more owners to approve it. Twenty two more owners, they yep. approve it, and then uh, well, what if Steve Cohen then wore one of those clown shirts? Well, I would say give him a little bit of time to actually get in, make it okay. official, and then wear the clown shirt, <laughs> and then wear it. Absolutely. Who was it on the Who was it on the Patriots that did it? Was it Matt Patricia? Yes, Matt Patricia. That wore coming coach. off the Super Bowl plane. Yes, <laughs> it's pretty funny. This, by the way, this is going to be the sports radio topic in New York City today. I know. As I, much as you and I know, it's fake news. Sad. I know. I know. It gets clicks and it gets people talking. It's a crossover of sports and politics. I I, I, I do I do sports. believe it's. I really believe it. They don't have a leg to stand on. Yeah, me too. And I, this is coming from a guy who normally reads just the headlines. Right. I did read the headlines, and I said, I'm not going to fall for this today. Good for you. Today's the day you know where what? I am not going to fall for this because Jerry's going to read the article. And then I'm going to come on here looking like a fool. I declare today, October 29th, is that yes, right? Yes, 29th. The day, not the day the music died. Okay. The day that Al Dukes grew up. Oh, I'd still love that guy, Don McLean, to write a song about it, about the day when I decided to read full articles, and not only one article, two articles. Bradley Beach Pie. Yeah. (laughs) Bye-bye. Headline guy. (laughs) Headline guy. (laughs) Oh, man, that's funny. I'm going to read full articles. This may start a trend, because i got to tell you, today, a lot of the headlines are not... Or a they, little misleading? Not necessarily misleading, but not giving me enough meat. 
where and I was like headline. I know, but I was like, all right, let me. I I, I want to put this on the show sheet, but I want to learn more. So I was reading a lot of articles this morning. Look at you. Give me very another one unlike you read. me. Give me the second biggest one you read. The second biggest article I read. Okay, yeah. I'll, let me give you the headline first because uh, this was one where I was like, you know, I'm going to read the whole a whole headline here. Whole headline, Jerry. Joe Buck says he gave up booze to deal with bro- with crazy broadcasting schedule. I said, okay. Why? So I remember Joe Buck was like uh, going to be doing like uh, 14 straight days. Yeah, he was, he was working hotel, like all working. of us. <laughs> Enough with this nonsense. I mean, please. A lot of heavy lifting. You don't think he wasn't thrilled doing it? Well, that's I did read the whole article. So he was a guest on the Peter King podcast. He's got a podcast? Oh, Peter King's a longtime podcaster. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Imagine asking Joe Buck, like in my head, if I had a podcast and I wanted to talk to Joe Buck, I'd be like, this guy just worked 14 straight days or whatever the heck it was. Yeah, you got a half a hour for me? Let me give him a break here. So I was like, oh, does Joe Buck have a problem with alcohol? That could be interesting. Let me read the entire article. So basically he said that uh, in order to get good sleep, he decided that he wasn't going to drink alcohol like he normally does, he said, every night uh, after he puts his kids to bed, that he and his wife polish off a bottle of wine. Good for them. You know, hey, good what, for you. What's interesting about that, I don't know about you, but if I have, even if it's just one beer on a Friday night, yeah. I sleep like a baby. Me too. Like, it helps me sleep. Same. So, I guess, different for everybody. But then, he said, uh, you know, he has he has two and a half year old twins. Does he really? Yeah. How old is Joe Buck, man? Oh. That's got to take some energy out of you, no? Let me see. Joe Buck. Got to be in his late I love 50s. having Google right here. 51. He's only 51? <laughs> Good for That's him. That's right. I yeah. thought Joe Buck was a little older than that. No. I was at 55-ish. Joe Buck is only a few months older than me. Could you imagine having two-and-a-half-year-old twins? No. Could you imagine having two dogs? <laughs> no, no. I, 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 In fact, when I see people walking two dogs, I'm like, this seems insane. Wow. Well, so he is, is. Uh, He just got remarried in 2014. Oh. So yeah. he's got two-and-a-half-year-old twins, so... Guess what? He was getting some good sleep in hotels on the road. I would say doing so. Doing these yeah. games, right? I would think so, yeah. You you uh, wouldn't necessarily dislike going to hotels no. on the road for Rutgers because you felt like you got a better night's sleep because you had, you know, you're in a hotel. What are you going to do in a hotel sleep. other than watch TV? Got a lot. Sleep. And it was, and usually the hotels they stay in are fantastic. Oh, tremendous hotels. And so, and even when, you know, I've, not that it's been much, but when I've traveled with, you know, for the Cowboys or for whatever, for Compass Media Networks, the great hotels they put you up in. So it's like anytime I'm going, it's awesome. No he complaints. Is, he is married to Michelle Beisner Buck. Yeah, I saw that. Former brought former or she's a feature reporter for ESPN. Oh, good for her. Good for and her. As a member of Monday Night Countdown. Look at that. I didn't know that. She had an eight year tenure at NFL Network. All right then. What a powerful NFL family. That's they a are. powerful NFL couple right there. That's pretty good. Very attractive uh, woman. Yes, she is. She is 44-year-old, uh, Jerry. I don't if think you, you need to, to be releasing that. I mean, well, it's on Wikipedia. Yeah, I understand, but she you don't need to broadcast it. They had twin boys in April of 2018. How about that? <laughs> hey, listen, I'm 46. How about that? I, I, I mean, if we had another child, fine, yeah. but I couldn't imagine it at this point. Like, if I had a child at this point, what, how am I sleeping? 
you they are up all night. Them. These no, kids for no, a couple no, years. No, 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 no. Until no, they're like no, seven, no, they're up no, all no, night. No, no, no. Once again, you have no clue. The first, it depends. There are some babies that will come home and literally sleep the night day one. Oh, where you can put them down at seven p.m. and they will sleep till seven a.m. That's a quality baby right there. Then you've got kids like my older guy who's now 16 years old. He was in the middle. He wasn't a great sleeper, but wasn't bad. If you had to take, if you went to sleep, you'd get four solid hours before he would get up looking to eat something and then go back to sleep. And then you got my little guy who was horrendous until he turned about a year old. And I mean up every hour. I mean, he was a... For a year. Yeah. He was an awful sleeper. And then all of a sudden it was like a switch went off and he went from being a terrible sleeper to you can't get him out of bed. And it's been like that for the last nine years. Hmm. So you'll get sleep, but those first, those first, let's say six to well, I'll even say three to nine months could be dicey. Yeah, depends. Depends on what you have. So good for Joe Buck. Yeah, good for working Joe Buck. hard, Jerry. So I don't want to hear working. about him being in hotels and traffic. Yeah, he's calling. He's not just calling games. He's calling championship games. Yeah, he's probably staying at Rich Carlton's beautiful like hotels. He's Probably, you know this, he's flying privately. Yep. He's doing fine. And probably gets a suite at the hotel. He's of probably course. not in a box. Of course he is. Are you Room kidding? service, write it off to uh, Fox. You're damn right he is. That's why, oh, <laughs> Joe Buck's got a life. tough week, couple of weeks. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Joe Buck's had this on his calendar for the last six months. Cannot wait to get to mid-October <laughs> so I can sleep a little bit. Oh, yeah, and I'll call a game, too, by the way. Yeah, right. Like I've always I, said, anybody that sits there and says... Whether it's doing a game or doing this, if this is work, please. I pictured Joe Buck definitely being a robe guy, like walking around there. You've actually sat there and thought about Joe yeah. Buck in a robe in a hotel. <laughs> right now, that's in my head. Feel proud of yourself about that? <laughs> a, uh, you know, he's got the facial hair. He's in a robe. Probably he's... has a glass of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Ordering up room service when they come in. Put it over there. He'd be the type, too. I don't, I don't know if he smokes or not. I guess he probably doesn't. But if he did... I would think he would be the one that's got like the 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 extender stick, yes, with the cigarette at the end of from it. like the twenties, <laughs> yes, in his robe. I like to unveil myself in a robe. <laughs> Boy, that laugh, Al. Uh, Mr. Buck, there's no smoking in these hotel rooms. Uh, I'm Joe Buck. I can smoke in here. I've got this extender on my cigarette. What was the point of the extender? I have no idea. To make you look cool. I have no idea. Or did they think, like, if the cigarette wasn't touching your lips, then it wasn't bad for you? It was healthy? No, people were stupid back then, weren't they? Yeah. Like, people actually thought... I mean, you feel bad for people, and I'm sure we We probably... Right. I'm sure there are things we're doing right now. Yeah. Like, and I've said this to you many times, God knows what these cell phones are doing to us. (laughs) Right. So in 100 years, people might look back and be like, boy, these morons didn't think that these rays that were traveling through their bodies weren't bothering them. Look at these idiots putting phones right by their testicles. Right. But there were people in the 20s and 30s that actually didn't think smoke was bad for you to well, inhale you, it through your lungs. When you look at old cigarette commercials, they were being endorsed by doctors. Yes, <laughs> I know, because people didn't think that they had, they had harmful effects. Mm. I know. It really clears the lungs, <laughs> <laughs> says Dr. Smith. Fred Flintstone, a cartoon. He and Barney oh, Rubble, man. they used to uh, do cartoon, uh, commercials for Winston cigarettes. I'm sure they did. You ever, did They're you ever YouTube. see those old baseball films? Yes. You see all the, the cigarette banners and boards yes. in the outfield? It was like, hey, come get a camel non-filter. <laughs> Joe a shot of Jack. <laughs> Joe DiMaggio recommends camel lights. Right. 
They all did. And they all they smoked in the dugouts. Yes. I I've mean, seen the photos. I know was stunned when I saw Dave Parker smoking a cigarette in the dugout in the Sports Illustrated in like nineteen seventy six. I was like, What is going on here? What bizarre times. Really was, but yeah. Those were the times. All right, those let's take a break days. before this hour gets away oh, from right, us. Because as we know, we never get to finish at the end of the hour. And yeah, then you're always, always like in off. the middle of a sentence. And then Eddie Rudy hits that thing. And then we got to yep, go. Rude. This portion uh, sponsored by Burlington Stores. Have you been to Burlington? They have incredible deals and amazing styles at up to 60% off other retailers' prices. And no coupons needed. Hit your one-stop shop for fall. Go to Burlington.com to find your store. Burlington, love the deals. We're coming back with the warm-up show in just a moment on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Jerry, they suffered for their art. Now it's your turn. All right, it's five twenty-seven. It's time to introduce a new segment on the warm-up show. How about that a little production? Well, it's not production because no one's here, and I forgot to tell Eddie about it because I just thought about it. So we were talking about uh, the post article earlier: fake news, not fake news, blah 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 blah. So how about this? And you, you like to be a headline reader? I do. I'm going to read you a couple of headlines, and you're going right. to tell me clickbait or real news. Got it. Is that fair? I like it. Yeah. I feel like I'm up on the news and I'm up on clickbait. So I feel like this is what I'm going to do well on. Um, uh, Scott Van Pelt does a segment like this. Just FYI. What? Oh, for I, for real? Yeah. Is it, what's he call it? Because we'll just keep the name. It might be the same. <laughs> All right. Let's clickbait do Jerry. or real news? Why do I want to do it then? No, let's do it because you didn't know that. We won't do it as a regular it's segment. parallel writing. Parallel writing. I didn't write anything. I just saw something that I showed you, and it just came to mind because the headline to me is amazing. Well, let's just not tell uh, Scott Van Pelt. No, I feel not, I don't want to steal anything and now. no one tell him that we're ripping him off. Uh, he doesn't know, Jerry. We could just do it. Let's do it one time. It won't be a regular segment. This is one time. Now we, we are, now we know. And don't sue us, Scott Van Pelt. All right. We like you. I mean, I, I'm kind of— You kinda, and Boomer went to Maryland. I'm kind of bothered by this now. We're both bald. Right. Who's you? Well, you're bald. I'm me not. and Scott Van Pelt. That's true. All right. Um, so you're going to give me a headline, Jerry. I'm going to let you know whether that's real or fake. <sighs> yes. You are bummed out about I this. I am because I don't. I don't want to. No. Yeah. What other bits does Scott Van Pelt do? He sounds like very creative. We could start just doing all of his stuff. He does bad beats. Bad beats. What does that mean? Uh, <laughs> when you have a, t- a horrendous gambling loss because of like a late touchdown. Oh, bad beat. Like the Cleveland Cincinnati one on Sunday. Mm-hmm. How about that one? Yep. That was a bad beat. Yeah. Well, oh. because he the the kicker misses the extra point. The spread was three and a half. Oh, they wind up by three. <laughs> right. And and he had a special. He didn't make it part of his segment. But he special mention to the dude who lost the million dollars because of the oh, sack. I can imagine. Yeah, that was a bad one. That was yeah. a bad one. All right, well, then I'll only do a couple of these. because That sounds sucks. like a segment, though, Eddie. Sack, not a sack. <laughs> right, meaning is the guy <laughs> tough or not? <laughs> Does he got a sack, sack or not? Sack or a... no sack? <laughs> Coming up on the I'll other use... side. <laughs> sack, no sack. All right, well, then I'll just give you a couple. All right, give I'm me a couple here, Jerry. Um, it's an homage. All right, here's a headline. The biggest celebs funding Trump's campaign. 
That's a real headline. It's actually a fake headline. I was surprised fake by headline. that. It was, yeah. I, I would have thought that that would have been an article for real. It's yeah. it's just an ad. It's it's clickbait. It's clickbait. Nothing. Okay. Um, this one, uh, da, 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 no, what I'm looking for. Give me a second here. All right, the next one. Woman spends $120,000 on body modifications to morph into a blue eyes white dragon. That's fake. <laughs> that's real. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that's what I showed Eddie. I couldn't. I'm like, am I really going to click this? And I did, and it didn't say ad or anything. It was and real. It's legit. It's this beautiful blonde Australian girl who, as I read the article, was just suffered from depression and just hated who she was, and she had an image of what she wanted to be. And if she's happy, God bless her. Hey, good for you. But Al, when I tell you that she has completely mutilated her body, yeah. You know, I, I hope she, I, I really do. I hope that she's at peace with herself because I, I it's sad. Probably at what she not. Did. Uh, a lot of times people think that's going to solve the problems and it doesn't, unfortunately. All right. I'll give you two more. All right. You know, the singer Halsey, right? Halsey. Yeah. Right. Halsey has a new tattoo on her head. Fake. Real. And then I'll give you one other one. <laughs> I believe Halsey, by the way, is from Edison, New Jersey. No kidding. Yeah. I I don't know her songs by name, but I Me know neither. them when I hear them. You might, too. I'm not sure. And then here's the last one. Real or fake? All right. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> Meet Joe Montana's husband. <laughs> that is fake. That's real. He's married no, I'm to kidding. a woman. <laughs> that one's a fake one. So you got one out of four. Right? All right. So there you go. That one was so when funny. you click on it, what happens? You don't get a story or nothing? Uh, well, it just it's seems an ad for financial advisor or something. Uh, if I click on it, let's see. It takes me to these Hollywood couples have been through it all, proving that true love can withstand anything. And the first thing that I'm looking at is Peyton Manning and his wife. Hmm. Peyton Manning and Ashley Manning of 19 years. So I guess they've the been Mannings. through a lot. Yeah. It takes me to some fin- – what's weird is it takes me to a financial website, but it's about – I mean, give me a break. They can withstand anything. Troy Aikman and his girlfriend, two years. <laughs> That's not exactly a long time. Troy Aikman, I believe, is married now. Good. Uh, good. That's great. Andy Reid and Tammy Reid, they've been married for 39 years. How about that? Troy Aikman is married to Catherine Moody. Oh, yeah. Catherine Moody. So that's also attractive. I will Boy, these say these Fox broadcasters, they get some attractive wives. They're also rich. Yeah. Um, the website it takes you to is very interesting. It's not what it says it is, but it is interesting. All right. No. I'll have to cl- I will have to click on one of these. Now, did I just get someone Fake paid news. by clicking on this? Probably, yes. yes. Got them pizzade. How about that? Pizzade. So this is a slight variation of the Scott Van Pelt. He does it where is is it like a real legitimate story or you know it's real news but it's not that big a deal that's his take on this oh okay so it's slightly different it is yours different. is actual just clickbait right clickbait. that's what I was trying to get to. okay yes because I felt like I was being clickbaited into the what I showed you and then I was really surprised that it was a real story and there was I'll tell you there's another one here I'll just give you the headline I mean you want to talk about just these people are just nuts um. Gang, well, it's really the picture, too. Gang member who says he beat up R. Kelly, sentenced in deaths. You have to see the photograph of this guy, out. I think I've seen this one. Oh, my Lord. That's a real story. That's a real story, yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Sure, yesterday, Mr. Joe Beningo announced his retirement. 
Oh, yeah. 25 years on WFAN, and I, I love the way he did it. 25 years, no championships for his team. Well, he made sure to tell us that. I'll play some clips yeah. coming up at 6.30. That is, that is pretty interesting if you think about it. A guy was on the radio in New York City for 25 years as a fan of the local teams. Yeah, nothing. He and come his close. local teams had zero. You're right, but they did come close. Well, the Mets were in the World Series, The Mets right? were in the World Series on two occasions while he was here. The Jets had the championships. They were in the AFC Championship twice, never made it to the Super Bowl. The Rangers were in the Stanley Cup Finals three times, Eddie? I don't know. Twice with Rex and once with Parcells. Right. Right, so three times. You had um, the Rangers have been in the Stanley Cup Finals, and the Knicks have been in the NBA Finals. Hmm. But zero championships. Well, they won conference championships. Do you think... Next year, his first year out, of, uh, his first year in retirement, one of the teams will win a championship. Let's see. Knicks, no. <laughs> Jets, no. Rangers, I would give the Rangers an outside shot because they're building something from the ground up, and I think they're a good, um, I think they're a good organization. So I give them an outside shot. I can't believe I'm going to say this. The Mets have the best chance with Steve yeah, Cohen coming in. I agree. And I, you know, the the interesting thing about that is, that would be great for him as a Met fan. There's no question about it. But he saw them win in 86. The Jets, it's been 1969. 69! Think about that. Been a while. I mean, it's real, and it's really the 68 season. Right. That so was a hope. hell of a long time ago. So I think for him, that is the ultimate. I mean, you could say the Knicks too, I suppose. But I think for him, it's the Jets. And Joe announced his last day will be... Next Friday. And I, is... and I like what he said, too, because he says he's retiring from full-time work. I really hope that there's some sort of a Joe Beningo show once a week. Next Friday, November 6th, will be his last broadcast. Goodbye. <laughs> Get out. That was my tribute. <laughs> that was your tribute, yes. Goodbye. It's weird for me just because, like I said to you yesterday, having started my career with him at another yeah. radio station back in 1994, or I guess it was the spring of 95, before, right before he came here, it is very, very odd. That now he's retired. Well, I mean, listen, he was, he's 67, so it was 20, he was 42 when he got the job here, which means I was working with him when he was 41 or 42. And now I'm older than that, and I look how quickly he's 67. How, so how about that? Joe was 42 years old yes. when he started his, now like right now, if someone came up to me at, at 40 and said, I would like to be a talk show host, I'd be like, too late, my friend. Not too late. But not too late. Never, Joe Beningo is your guy to look to. Never too late. Put your head down and grind, my man. That's what he did. He did. He was a grinder. Listen, he got breaks along the way. There's no question. But part of that was he had a personality. Right. On the radio. And, you know, whether it was a caller or what have you, he, he got that. I actually went back and listened. For someone posted it. And it wasn't Funhouse, I don't think, where the, he did that. We got to, wow, we got to take a break. Where he did that um, fan appreciation show. Mm-hmm. And it was very raw. But you all you could also see and hear the control he took and the confidence he had in what he was saying. That if you were going to call and challenge him, he was going to fight you off, as opposed yeah. to someone that could be swayed. And so you could see the makings of potential, and he had it. And as soon as he got it, he ran with it. And I worked with him in Jersey. I then worked with him as a board op here on the overnight. I worked with him as an anchor here, um, and it's just it's. It's interesting to see that the runs come to a partial end because I really do hope he does something once a week. Yeah. I'd love to see him do a football show during football season every year. 
A Jets show. Only. Be right up. Well, I mean, Jets he, only. He's so well versed though in the NFL, though. I think he could do a regular football show, heavy Jets and Giants. Right. But I think it'd be good. We do got to take a break because we're All running right. late, and I feel like we didn't get to talk about Joe. So if you'd like to do more of that on the other side, sure. Or Hit your we've next got, topic. We've got other. We got a lot of things here, so we're good. It's five thirty-eight. We've got a soaking rain coming. If you're down in Bradley Beach and you've got a camera phone, I am begging of you <laughs> to take video of Al walking the dog <laughs> in thirty mile an hour winds later, with the rain pelting sideways into his bald head and face. Well, I'll be fully covered. I would. Re- well, that's fine. Yeah, it'll be in trash bags. So we'll get you some publicity if uh, someone can do that for us later. But this portion of the warm-up show, sponsored by Mercedes-Benz of Morristown, coming right back on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And Jerry, because you can't get enough sports with the other 23 hours in the day. We're still playing that one, huh? All right, it's quarter to six. <laughs> Boomer and Geo coming up at the top of the hour. I'm to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, why not? We should. You have any t-shirt like liners I've thought of and just never do them? We should. We never do anything. Seems like a lot of work. It's not, though. <laughs> I mean, hell, Izzo's got a printing press in his house. He does have a printing press in his house. That is true. He's probably dying for us to ask him to do something. He was trying to make gorilla t-shirts. How'd that go? <laughs> gorilla. Gorilla. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was going to be his brand name. I don't know. I think that fell through. Yeah, You think? That was a year and a half ago. I think he got a full-time job with the station. It was like, I can't be printing t-shirts. All right. Good for him. Good for you. Jerry, do you think uh, Des Bryant will catch a pass in the NFL this I year? I do, yes. So he's uh, officially on the Ravens practice squad. Yeah. They're going to see where he's at NFL style to see if they can bring him uh, up to the real team. Right. So you do think that Lamar Jackson, do you think Lamar Jackson will throw a touchdown pass I do. to Des Bryant this year How in about the that? NFL? I do. I do, too. I do. I think Des Bryant is going to be a contributing player on that team. I like the idea that he accepted the role of going to the practice squad first. A lot of a lot of cocky guys don't do that. Yeah, I forget who it was. One of the guys, that was Eric Reed. He declined the Redskins offer to go yes. to the practice squad the other yes. day. That's How I mean. old do you think Des Bryant is? Des Bryant is 37. That's what you would think, right? Yeah. Des Bryant's 30. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. And it's almost like... Jerry Rice played at a very high level in the NFL Yeah, until he was, I think, 40 or 41 as a wide receiver. He was still productive with the Raiders, maybe not the last year, but he had he had at least one year with the Raiders where he was pretty damn good. Yes. Then remember he was on the Seahawks? That was weird. That was weird. Des Bryant's 30. Maybe he's 31. He's right there, though. He's not older than that. And there, I have no doubts that Des Bryant can contribute to an NFL roster. I really do. I think he can still. Because like I said to you before, the, the you've got tight ends that can't run, but they can find a soft spot on the field and make catches. Right. Des Bryant's hands are fine, and from the videos I've seen, he can still run. Maybe he can't beat cornerbacks down the field, but you're going to tell me he can't run you know, precise routes and go catch a couple of balls a game? Come on. Would you rather have right now on your roster Des Bryant 
or Antonio Brown? It's funny. Production-wise, probably Antonio Brown, but I think I'd take Des Bryant. Me too. Because I, I think he'll be a better fit in the, in the locker room. I'm going to give you another story, Jerry. Earlier today at the 5 o'clock hour when we first came on, we broke down the fake news sad that— What uh, we believe to be fake news What sad. we believe to yes. be fake news sad that Bill de Blasio is trying to block Steve Cohen. Right. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to give you another Mets-related story. You're going to tell me whether this is additionally fake news sad. Go. A person very close to— J.T. To- Real Muto. <laughs> J.T. Realmuto. Okay, no, no, hold on. You know, you got to say yeah. his name. J.T. Realmuto. There you go. Is, quote, not keen on New I York. I think this is true. <laughs> really? Yeah. That think, he doesn't want to come to a New York team. I think that's true. I think there are some guys oh. that look at New York and say, you know what? I'm good. Oh, you better get keen. I think now, I think money talks. That's always been the case. That's what ACDC saying. But I think I think it's true. Hmm. I don't think I would be keen on New York either if I was a player. I don't think you'd be keen on upstate New York. Are you kidding me? (laughs) You need to go play in Peoria. You're not keen on New York as a radio producer. (laughs) That's true, too. Although, growing up, I do, you know, I grew up a Mets fan, so I would want to play for the Mets because that'd be cool, but... You would wilt under the pressure. I would. Oh, my gosh. I wouldn't even. I'd be, I would get to the games filled with so much anxiety of how I had to drive to get there. You know where you'd be perfect? Tampa. Yeah, definitely. No fans. <laughs> no pressure. No expectations. <laughs> my but name is Al team, Hughes. But being on a good team. Well, like they're a good team. They have been, yes. They've also been bad at times, but they've been a very yeah. good organization the last, really, probably what, the last seven, eight years? Maybe longer than that? Like, they've been a legit team. You know, something that I, I I don't think about is, and, and more so for baseball because there are so many games, the players drive to the games. What do you want like, them to do, fly? How, I don't know what I want them to do. I, it's I, a job. A great, yeah, they got to right. drive to the ballpark. So someone is driving, like, these players are driving the Queens and the Bronx? Yes. A couple times a week? Yes, they are. And some of them from Westchester. Some right. from Manhattan. Like, no one lives—well, I shouldn't say no one. I don't know that. But I don't think many players are living down the block from the stadiums. Right. So they're driving from all—like, Derek Jeter drove to Yankee Stadium yeah. a thousand times. Mm-hmm. I bet you Derek Jeter was driven to Yankee yeah, that's Stadium what I would do. about a thousand times. That's 100% what I would do. I'd have a driver. Yeah. You want a driver now to get you yeah. to Hudson Street. Like John Sterling, he's driving to Yankee Stadium every day. Now, John Sterling also, he might also take a car, a car service. He also, I believe, lives right across the bridge in New Jersey. I'm almost certain of that. Just because I remember when he had an issue in his apartment that I believe was rectified. There was a fire in his apartment building, I think. Um, Which he's fine, and I think he's still there. But I remember those stories. I think he lives right across the the river. Now, Susan travels. She because does. I think she's a Westchester. Yeah, I think she comes from Westchester. Does she not, Eddie? I believe she has a car service also. Oh, I'm not saying she doesn't, but she yeah. still has to get in the car oh, and, yeah, and from, make that uh, ride every right. day. I think you know, one of the Croton on whatever right. Hudson things. Not close. No. Man, we are learning a lot. People got car services. You know what, People though? get parking but spots. Why? Let me ask you this. You And at some point, you are coming back. You're going to be driving mm. in from Bradley Beach. Bob Dwyer yeah. drives in just south of Canada. Like, why is it so... And Geo. Oh, God. I right. You know what? I'll tell you the difference. Because those people are driving to Yankee Stadium in the middle of the day 
when I feel like there's tons of traffic. Like, we don't drive during any traffic time going to work. We don't, but you have to. You used to do regular hours at some point in your life. You have to build that into your to your day. Yeah. So if the, if, if, if I was going to say Didi Gregorius, wow, he's not on the Yankees anymore. If Glaber Torres has to report to Yankee Stadium by 2.30 for a 7 p.m. game. Yeah. You better get. You better be planning on getting there by one thirty. Yes, because you know it is very rare that you hear somebody was late to the game. Very well. Rare. Again, if you have to be there at two thirty, you're not going to be late to the game, <laughs> but you might be late reporting to the right. stadium. I see what you're saying. You may not get there at two thirty. Right. If he listen, if he hits traffic and gets there at four fifteen for a seven oh five start, I think he's fine. He might get fined because he didn't get there at the reporting time. He ain't going to miss the first inning. When I had that podcast where I was interviewing broadcasters, the first time it hit me, I was interviewing Kim Jones and talking about going to the Yankee Stadium every day every for day. her job on Yes Network. I don't know why it finally hit me. It's like, oh my gosh, these people have to get to that stadium yeah. every day? Every day. That's exactly right. Cross Bronx expressways and that sort of nonsense. You did You did draw a thought, though, as you're talking about players are never late. I'd love to see just once, like Aaron Boone, go out with the lineup card and be like, just so you know. Judge ain't here yet, but I know his parents are going to get him here in time yeah. for the first inning. If his turn in the batting order comes up, we're going to have to take him out. <laughs> so yeah. it's not an out. I'm at. But that's I what do... we do with youth baseball <laughs> when the parents don't get the kids there on time. Billy's that piano lesson right now, but he will be here. <laughs> I and batted ready him to last bat. just to give us some extra time, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm confident he will be here. We have this to take a break. <laughs> yes. Quick break, and then we'll get you to Boomer and Geo at the top. This portion sponsored by 877-8-ABUSE. Time now for a Radio.com Sports Minute. Amy Lards, oh, look who she's talking about. Dez. Batman. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Eddie uh, tells me that uh, Jerry's having computer issues, uh, but Boomer and Geo are coming up very shortly. There was one more odd thing that I saw, if I have time. Not sure if I do, but a uh, Oregon official, health official, she... Uh, com- have some fun oh. every day with Ali Jerry oh. in the warm-up show at 5 a.m.